نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم على عبدك ونبيك ورسولك خير من مشى على هذه الأرض وعبد الله وكبر صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين آمين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم 
ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما إن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار All praises and thanks are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We seek his help. We seek his protection. We seek his forgiveness. We seek refuge with him and in him from the evil of our souls and the evil of our deeds. I bear witness that there is no deity worth of worship except Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone the only one. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant and the prophet and the messenger and the messenger of Allah. We extend our peace and the blessing upon him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his family and his progeny and who follows him until the day of resurrection. O you who believe, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surrender to his will. And do not die except in the state of Islam. Islam, the great gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to any ummah, to this ummah. And we have to be thankful. And we have to live this deen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose. Allah chose the religion of Islam to be our way of life, to be our religion. Are we at that level being a Muslim, practicing Muslim, and do not die except in the state of Islam? All you who believe, be dutiful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and speak the truth. What happened when you do that? Yuslih lakum a'mala. He will guide you to do the righteous. That's in this life. So the benefit even in this life. Once you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Guide you to do the righteous and he will forgive your sins. That's in the day of that. And whoever obeys Allah and his messenger, he will be the successful. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us successful in this life and in the hereafter. The best speech is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran. And the best example and the best guidance is the example and the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If we need to seek salvation from the hellfire, and to be admitted to Jannah, we have no choice except to follow the footsteps of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He's our model, he's our example. We have to follow. <coughs> Brothers and sisters, it's a pleasure that I stand before you. After I left Colombia, in 2006. 
And I will take this opportunity. And I lived in Colombia for 26 years. And I take this opportunity to reflect about or to reflect on the challenges and maybe you call it opportunities that Muslim communities throughout the United States are facing. So we have to put the effort and the energy and the time to improve our status as Muslims, as Muslim and as a strong Muslim community. The first and the, the most important one is to have ikhlas. To have ikhlas in what we do. Not for the sake of <coughs> our ego or for the sake of our st stats. To have, for example, to be in leadership. Leadership is a responsibility. It's not an honor. It is a responsibility. <coughs> so, ikhlas, very, very important. If we don't have ikhlas, what we do is nothing. It does not work. Nothing in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have to put in our mind this important thing. Say, that my salah, my nusuk, sacrifice, my living, and my dying, lillah, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's, I think, in our Muslim communities, unfortunately, we are, maybe we are lacking this, this pure, Intention to work to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to please ourselves. <coughs> and unfortunately, we don't have that pure sound, a pure and sound heart. So, this is number one. Number two, the number two challenge is about unity among Muslims. I'm talking in general. As we know that throughout Quran, you can see many ayat talks about unity. And about the sunnah and the hadith talks about. For example, in Surah Al-Anfal, وَأَطِيعُوا اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ وَلَا تَنَازَعُوا فَتَفْشَلُوا Obey Allah and His Messenger. 
ولا تنازعوا. Don't dispute among themselves. What happened? If you dispute among فتفشل. You will fail. وتذهب عليه حكم. Look at the, the Arabic language, which is one of the challenges we have problem with that we don't take care of Arabic language, the language of the Quran, we ignore it. It's one of the challenges. The translation says your strength. Your strength will depart if you have dispute among yourselves. What's the this is one of the qualities for the believers to, to practice sabr. Especially when we work in a community, we have to have sabr. And one of the qualities for the leadership also to have this quality. And this applies not only for the, the leadership, I'm not trying to focus on the leadership, but also for everybody. What's the rule? Says the plural, for everyone. لقمان عليه لقمان الحكيم قال اثنان لا تنساهما ابدا لقمان دوايس he said two things never forget الله and الموت don't forget them you never forget them الله and the death And اثنان لا تذكرهما أبدا. And two things you never think about them, you never mention them. إحسانك إلى الناس to be nice and good to the people and إساءة الناس إليك and people might abuse you if they hurt you forget it. Leave it to Allah سبحانه وتعالى. فمن عفا وأصلح فأجره على الله. Whoever عفا forgive وأصلح reconcile أجره his reward is due to Allah سبحانه وتعالى. I'll go quickly. But we have to be Practically, we can talk about unity, and we can mention hadiths and ayat. But if we don't this put this in practice, and we take steps toward this, because as they say here in America, strength through diversity, strength through diversity, and maybe there. There is about maybe 126 minorities here in the United States, but they are, they call it the United States of America. And we have minorities also here, I mean, from, we are minorities, but also within minorities, we have minorities. We have different nationalities. How to bring this together can enrich our strength.
One of the problems that which does not bring unity. I'm trying to emphasize on the negative things so we can avoid it. We see that people are lacking or they feel lacking the sense of belonging. They don't feel that when they come to the masjid, I'm talking about in general in the United States, from my humble experience. They don't feel, many, many brothers, many sisters, they don't feel uh, will, uh, will come. They come and they go, especially in large communities, like where I live in Syracuse. People sometimes, they, when they come, Maybe, I don't know, one month or so, nobody will ask, where are you from? Assalamu alaikum, how are you? Something like that. I'm not sure in Colombia, but I know that in the 1980s, which I feel that, that, that they, they were the golden ages for Colombia. Any brother or sister comes, came, used to come, and they joined the community, you find they will come them, they invite them for dinner and this. And so the relationship, the social relationship, this is another challenge that we are, I'm not sure. I think maybe what, of course, I am away from <coughs> there by there from Colombia, but I, of course, the news comes to me. But this starts to, you know, decline this social relationship. So this is one. The other thing, I'm not sure if it's here or not, but I heard that about you have to impose your madhab on others. And the purpose of the madhab is rahmah. But we take it as a way of dividing or division among our communities. People maybe they can, because, because maybe our background, we came from, for example, I came from North Africa, we follow Maliki Madhab, so I have to do Maliki Madhab. Brothers from Pakistan, they follow Hanafi. If you are in your country, yes, you can follow your method. And we, I, and we, these are great ulama, great madah, and they are the references. But how we can live so together without making this issue of madah an issue or way to divide ourselves, among ourselves. That should be left to maybe to the Imam. And also maybe with the consultation with committee two or three, they have knowledge and they decide. And also the one who also knows about al-waqa, 
about the, the environment here. That's very important. But to leave it to some group, they say this, I have to go with this one, I have to go with that one, I have to... What kind of <coughs> unity here we are talking about? <coughs> the Imam, and maybe he can form, he should be... I'm not appointing to any Imam in general. Myself, I am Imam too. But if I have something, I consult. I call Chicago. What do you think about this and this, if, I, if I'm not sure? So, don't make, you know, madhab, which we respect all of them. They are, of course the time is not allowed, I know that, but we, we can talk about how this madhab is missed. And the people who are really, they, when the, especially the imams, when they have problems, when they have issues, they can find solution in one madhab. That's, that's not allowed, he, he cannot find it in another method. So these are, they serve as mercy, bring mercy. The other thing also, Allah I'm talking from, Allah knows, from my heart, that we should not allow the nationality to be the, what do I call it, the rule or the way to, to lead or to, to take the leadership in the masjid or to dominate any masjid. Ya ayuhal nasu inna khalaqnakum min dhakan wa unhan wa ja'annakum shu'uban wa qaba'ila lita'arafu إن أكرمكم عند الله not because you are Libyan or Palestine or Pakistan إن أكرمكم عند الله أتقاكم the most honorable to Allah and the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who are more pious so this one was the problem of nationality. If I belong to this country, if that person belongs to my country, does not matter if he's right or wrong, I have to support him. If he's wrong, I might find justification for him. Is, is this what Islam? Is so please don't make nationality is a criterion to choose or to dominate. And that's my experience also from Colombia. From the beginning, we didn't have this since 1980, even before the building of this machine. The community at that time, they don't have they don't have even in their mind about which country you come from. <coughs> the other challenge or the other opportunity we need to work, uh, we need to work on 
to set priorities. <laughs> Allah, this is, I lived this here in Colombia, when I was in Colombia. To set priorities, what we need to do. We don't have, for example, plan of action for long term. Tell me, since this message was built, we have the opening ceremony in August 1983. Any project after that, real project. We started, of course, the Islamic school in 1998, full-time Islamic school. But what happened? What's happening to the Islamic school? We have to set our priorities. If we are not able to do, if we are not convinced about Islamic school, we have to decide. I mean, 30 years from 1983 until 2000, until today, if we, we have priorities, okay. The priorities were, and that's, unfortunately, that's reflected in the board. I was a member of the board. At the time, you find people they like, they want full-time school. Some people, they like expansion of the masjid. Some people, they have, they need to hire full-time imam. Some people, they have, they, they need to have Muslim, Muslim, Islamic or Muslim cemetery. Some of the partners, they need to hire somebody to go for, you know, educate non-Muslims about Islam and go to churches and something like that. These are noble things. But which one you need to go first? For 30 years, if you divide 30 years by these priorities, maybe every five years we could accomplish all of this. But because we don't know, and I, as I said, in the meetings, the same. They have the same problems. They were not able to decide. Every member looks to represent certain group or whatever, I don't know. And for, for, for your information, this school was started in 1998. It was after the discussion and the, the board of trustees at that time when, was not able to come with the opinion that we take survey from the people. List all the priorities that they can choose. Then they came up with having Islamic school. So we have to set our priorities. The other challenge which comes automatically, or before that, about, about the shura. You have, you have businesses shura, or shura council. I tell you, when the brother, may Allah bless him, he's not here, I know him. He suggested, I raised my hand, I said, the shura is here, and we are down. And to call shura, that's too much for us. Okay, he said, it's just baraka, you know. We we'll go with the baraka. Shura is very important. We have to respect other obedience. Again, I'm, 
I'm emphasizing the leadership too. And the people who come, these are the, they, they come when they come and they talk about, and they, they have, it means that they have, they have concern about the mission. They want, I believe, we don't go to their intention, but since they come and they talk, and they talk loudly in public, instead they go outside privately, and they start attacking and abusing and cursing the people who are in the masjid, let them come and talk. And I'm sure if you allow them to talk, they will appreciate them. And also you have to cons I mean, consult. This surah called the shura. وَأَمْرُهُمْ shura They conduct their affairs by mutual consultation. وَشَوَرُهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرُ Consult them in the affair. Instead to talk outside or in their houses or whatever in their gathering, let them come and talk. And then also you can take this. When you go to the meetings, consider those things. And this then, if take it seriously and talk, and then decide. You don't have to go with, with, with that, but at least you respect and you take you respect that opinion by considering it and discussing it in the, the meetings. So the shura concept, very, very important. And that's how we bring people to the message. The other one is about is about the education of our children and our youth. We take it brothers and sisters, we take it light. This thing. But believe me, that's very, very important issue. <coughs> You know that from birth to about seven to ten years, and the parents can prove that. The children at this age, between birth and around seven to ten, they are looking for the acceptance and the approval of their parents. That's why when you have your child at that age, when he or she does something, say, Mom, Dad, look, look, look. They, that's the time to receive. So that's the time where you need to instill, to implement the Islamic values, the Islamic identity. That's to start from the day number one. After that, when they are in the middle school and the junior high or high school, they are looking for the approval and acceptance of their peers. They like to wear the way they wear. They like to speak the language they speak. They don't care much about you. So if you lose these, the first 10 years, 
you might lose your child. And especially, and these children, these children, we brought them, right? We brought them. We brought them here. So are responsible for their education and their therapy. So I believe the community has obligation, <coughs> as well as the home. Because these are the generations who <coughs> absorb the culture of this country. And as a matter of fact, not only them, by birth they are, they are American. And maybe, more, maybe many of us, they have citizenship, they are American, or at least they have permanent resident. So you find the people, the, the children who are, especially in the teenager, they call it teenager, that's, that's consent, I don't like to use it, but they have youth. They are in, inside. They try to reconcile between, between al they try very hard to reconcile between their Islamic identity, between their Islamic values, and their citizenship. There's nothing wrong, but they struggle. If you don't implement, if you don't implement the Islamic values, the foundation, then they have this sirah, this struggle. How they, how they reconcile with this? Because citizenship has rights and obligations. And if you have that, you have to have balance. Nothing wrong to be Muslim American. Nothing wrong. We chose, we, we chose to be here. We chose to live here. We chose to have families here. But the most important, how to build that Islamic identity so that to be proud of their Islam, of their deen, so they can go anywhere. And they can <coughs> all the time. They can go anywhere and they will be proud to be Muslims and to be Da'ya. They can educate others and they take about the opportunities. But they have this, if they are weak within themselves and they are ashamed about, to talk about their deed or they don't practice the deed, what do you think? If they face any problem, for example, the girls in high school sometimes I talk to them, the children, to the youth, St. Louis and other places. 
Sometimes they say, one of the boy or the girl say, what this towel you have in your head? If, if, the, if the child does not have good answer, this is an, I tell them this is an opportunity for you to explain Islam. So first you have to have, and that's the responsibility of the parents and the family and the community. I told, I, I tell this youth, first, so you have this Islamic, you know, values, Islamic shakhsiyya al-Islamiyya, hawiyya al-Islamiyya, Islamic identity, and also number two, you have to have, you have to have A plus in your classes, because they expected that. And this is, this, is, this experiment has been proven right, correct? <coughs> when they see that child who has, or that girl, or that boy, who abide with Islam, and he, a student, they, the children they respect, the others, and at the time is running, uh, أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم فاستغفروا الله وفقكم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم لك استغفر الحمد لله رب العالمين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تابعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين. So just to emphasize about the education and the tarbiyah of our children and our youth, the community have to decide because this school does not work anymore. The place, as a matter of fact, and the people here, I was fighting with them. We cannot, if you need to compete, you have to have good facilities. Because I heard that some people, they even they, they need to drop to Islamic school. This is up to the community. If you are not able, and we know that full-time Islamic school needs a lot of resources. We know that. But it can be accomplished if there is a way. First you have to decide, do you need to continue with Islamic school or not? What I heard, and maybe I, I looked at, the, at that thing, that project, I don't think there is even plan for the school. Maybe I'm wrong, sorry if I'm wrong. <coughs> but that's what I, that's what I heard. So we have to decide if we need to continue. Since 1998, we're still in that three, uh, three, two-bedroom apartments. We cannot continue like this. You have to have decent facilities. It's like a cycle. 
If you have good facilities, then you have good teachers, then you have the students will come. Yes, you can continue. You start four or five years, but since 1983, you're still in the same place. That's not suitable for school. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to understand our mission and to understand our deen and to serve for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not to seek any, any kind of prestigious status. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم على عبدك ونبيك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه Oh Allah show us the right path and make us followed وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا سنابه and show us the false path and make us avoid it اللهم أعز الإسلام وانصر المسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام وانصر المسلمين اللهم أذل الشرك والمشركين اللهم من أراد بالإسلام والمسلمين خيرا فوافقه إلى كل خير ومن أراد بالإسلام والمسلمين شرا فاجعل تدبيره وتدميره يا قوي يا عزيز يا حكيم يا الله اللهم عليك بالطغاة الظالمين اللهم عليك بالبشار الأسد اللهم خذه أخذ عزيز المقتدر اللهم أرنا فيه يوما أسودا كوم فرعون وهامان وقارون اللهم أرنا في الظالمين يوما أسودا إنهم قتلوا الرجال ورملوا النساء وقتلوا الأطفال اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين من المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم ارحم إخواننا المستضعفين من المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم كن لهم ولا تكن عليهم وانصر لهم ولا تنصر عليهم اللهم تقبل شهداءهم وارحم موتاهم وأطعم جائعهم واكس عاريهم وداوي جرحاهم ورفع الحصار عنهم أينما كان وأينما حل برحمتك يا رحمة الرحيمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد